This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Welcome back. Well, damn, they just Daily. left me out of it. <laughs> we need a new one. We need a new line them up with Aaron. <laughs> line them up was probably one of the first segments we started doing in uh, when I came on the show with Joe and like I, whatever that was mid June. You're right, Aaron. We need we need to fix the line them up there. I'm just kidding, but I do. I remember I used to say line them up. I kind of played yep. that out, so I stopped doing it. It got a little obnoxious, you know. But I just noticed I'm not even in that. Kind of hurt. Well, you were you're here. Well, Joe's, yeah. Well, you're here. Joe's not. So you are definitely part of line them up today. Otherwise, just me yelling for 15 minutes for no yeah, reason. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna leave this segment. See ya. <laughs> Bye, Aaron. All right, let's line them up here for week 11. We got um. We got some good games, including some some short spreads. You mentioned earlier some short spreads and, and how you know they've gone this season. How about this one? Packers are, are minus one and a half, one and a half point road favorites in Minnesota against the Vikings. This game is the first time these two teams have played this year, so it's it's that first chance at seeing a division rival. Uh, the Packers have been incredible against the spread for a while now. I keep waiting for a bad Packers week. It hasn't happened in terms of a loss. They just keep rolling wins here, or at least covering as they did a couple weeks ago, even with Jordan Love in there. I like the Vikings in this game. I think the Vikings are just better than their record. I felt that last week when I took them against the the Chargers. Here is the one thing that I think is worth noting in this game. And I think we have to fairly say that COVID last week, you know, Rodgers coming back from COVID probably played a big part. He wasn't great. It might take him a couple weeks to feel himself again physically. But Aaron Rodgers hasn't had an enormous season. Look at his numbers compared to his MVP last year. His numbers aren't overwhelming this year. Like, his completion percentage is down. Obviously, touchdowns are going to be down. His interceptions are up off of last year. Yards per attempt down off of last year. And you look at his numbers compared to Kirk Cousins, they're not that different. And obviously, we look at him as a far better quarterback. So, I just I – I don't trust the Packers' offense like I usually do. They're not scoring the way they have in the past. I lean Vikings in this game. But this is a short number. So, if you're going to take the Vikings with this number – you're almost pretty much saying that they could also win outright. Yep. And I yes. just don't know if I can do it. Um, that trend that I gave out was short road dogs hitting right. at almost 75%. So obviously that this game does not apply. 
I just don't know. I think I, the only thing I would do is the Vikings in a teaser here. That That's what I would be comfortable with. I, I don't know if I'm ready to say I think the Vikings and Kirk Cousins will beat Aaron Rodgers, even though I do love your argument when you look at the numbers. And I can't dismiss what Kirk Cousins is doing. This is probably his best season so far, right? But I don't know if he's ready to beat, beat the Packers. Yeah, the, the Dalvin Cook factor, which is something Paul's brought up this week, is also a big one. You know, he's he's had big games against the Packers in, in the past. And it is interesting, like, there, so there's that. You look a little bit closer, and, like, the Vikings' run offense is just not that good when you look at it by the numbers. But maybe that balances out with the Packers' kind of shoddy run defense. Um, another thing I kind of looked at, um, and also if you look at, again, it depends which ones you look at, like DVOA, Vikings are 29th. You look at run block, win rate, they're 12th. So uh, there is something to hang your hat on a little bit there. Another interesting factor that I looked at a little bit, just look, kind of looking for an edge. The Vikings are top third of the league in special teams, DVOA. The Packers are 30th. So like, mm-hmm. if you need a break, you need a play, Like maybe that's something that comes into, into play. Uh, I do like this as a teaser leg as well. Uh, I'm on the Vikings plus two and a half. Bet it earlier in the week. I would say the more Joe and I are talking about it a little bit, um, and we'll get a little bit more into this, but it is going to be a sharp play, which means it'll probably be popular in this contest, so that could be a reason to stay away. So, uh, But I am, I'm definitely on the Vikings plus two and a half, and I'm happy. It's not like I've got buyer's remorse. I'm good with that. Yeah, I think they could win the game. I, I think the Packers are due for a week where they, they drop one. Right, let's go to the Dolphins at the Jets. Before we get into the breakdown of this particular game, I just feel, and this is this is anecdotal, this is just my mind, whoever is supposed to win Dolphins-Jets games, the other team wins. It's been going on for 30 years. Like, these yeah. teams are just, they, they kind of fluctuate who's decent, who's bad, sometimes they're both bad. The Jets are going to start Joe Flacco in this game, which now has become the story here. The Flacco's their quarterback. They've gone from Zach Wilson to Mike White and now to Flacco. And the line has actually moved. The line's moved from three to three and a half. I'm not sure if there's more factors here. I know two has been dealing with some some physical issues, um, but did is Vegas telling us that Joe Flacco is a downgrade from Mike White that the Jets voluntarily put the worst quarterback God. in there for Sunday? The, the There's moved. a part of me. I am rooting for Cam Newton and Joe Flacco. I want to see these old guys get it done on Sunday. <laughs> uh, this is I, I feel kind of like a wuss. I said it in the break. There are so many games on the board that I just want to pass on or just put in teasers. And I feel like I'm taking the easy way out here. But this just this whole Sunday card just has me nervous. I just feel like crazy things are going to happen. There's some close spreads that I don't feel that confident about. And this is another one. I have no idea what direction this game's going to go. I wish I did. Um, I might just want to consider the Jets, but they've burned me so many times this season. So it just feels like another pass for me. I just don't uh, know how I lay three and a half with Miami. It's just... It's a I lot want no in part of this game. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch this game. This is the one, I think of all the games this weekend, this is the one I want to have my, my eyes on the least. I just don't know how I could bet take through Miami two weeks ago before they beat the Texans. They had one win this season. One. And now they've won two in a row. Like, is Miami good enough to win three games in a row? I know opponents matter and you can get hotted. Like, but, like, that's, they're they're bad. Like, Miami's Asking shown to be bad lot. for months. I'm at, Yeah, you're asking, and to cover the three and a half, I'm not going to bet this game. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do this. But I, I would lean the Jets plus three and a half. If I had to choose a side, I'd take the Dolphins just because they're going to blitz the hell out of Flacco and 
We'll see how he does with that. On the one hand, he's a veteran. He should be able to see what's coming and get to his hot read. On the other hand, he's a statue back there. So, um, And the, the Jets are just bad all the way around. So I think we, we I think we thought the Dolphins, to a side, were a little bit better. You know, had a little bit more talent at least. This is a team that beat the Patriots in week one somehow. They did. Um, but obviously, rookie quarterback back then, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, I want, I want no side of this, but I, w- I guess I would lean – Dolphins against Tua. Yeah, this, or, this sorry, is sorry against Flacco. Right, this is ugly. I mean, both offenses bottom five points per play, touchdowns per game. Uh, they're both bottom five EPA. Like these, these are bad football teams. It's a small total. It's forty-four and a half. It's tough to go under that and feel great about it because you can get a defensive touchdown with these two quarterbacks playing. So I, I would lean the Jets plus the three and a half. And this is the game of the entire weekend that I just have the least interest in watching. Like I just, <laughs> I Jets, don't blame you. I'm out. I'm out. I'll watch that. All right. How about Washington football team at the Ooh. Panthers on set? Now, I want to watch this because it's Cam Newton returning. And, of course, uh, against Ron Rivera. Aaron, this is a fun game. The line on this moved. So, it was three and a half. It came back down to three. I think we started the week at three. I saw three and a half. And now we're back to three here. I would take the Washington football team plus the three. I just can't imagine. I can't understand how Cam Newton is a favorite he was not in the league last week yeah i know it's crazy i mean i feel the same way i don't think it's a fluke that ron rivera was able to coach up that defense without sweat without chase young um what they did to tom brady and company now he's going against cam newton a quarterback he knows very well you've got to think he's going to be able to coach up this Washington football team. Now, I don't love the Washington offense. They've really, they've been underperforming. Tyler Heineke and the crew have not been playing very well, but I'm tempted. So here is a a game when I brought up the short road dogs. Uh, Washington football team is one of them. So if you do like that trend, they have been hitting it nearly 75%. The Washington football team is a, a team you could take as short road dogs um, on the spread. So I'd lean Washington. I, I mean, I do love seeing these older quarterbacks getting called off the street back in the league. It's it's fun. This is one that I'm just excited to watch to see what happens. Great narrative. One of my former co-hosts, so I live about a mile from where Washington practices in Ashford, Virginia. My former co-host, Chris Russell, who I think you know, Joe, he yeah. stopped by yesterday. He hadn't met my daughter yet, and so I was asking him what he thinks, and he was like, I think Washington's going to get destroyed. He's very close to covering that team. I'm not as close to it anymore as I used to be, but I'd lean Washington. i got to give Ron Rivera and the guys a shot here. Yeah, I uh, is Chris Russell's nickname still the Rooster? Is that what he goes by? The Rooster. Yes, the Rooster. Yes, and I'm, I'm the Hawk, the so we we had okay. the bird theme going. <laughs> yes, I'm going to fade <laughs> the Rooster here. Give me Washington Football Team plus the three. I like them in this game of Sunday. This could be an under game, Paul. This is this is ugly. I, I know you've you've been on the Panthers a lot in the past. But have you been with me this week on Washington? I'm on Washington. I already played it this week. Yeah, I got three in the hook. It's a very good Carolina defense against a hit-and-miss Washington football offense. I guess if you wanted to kind of look for a cause for concern for Washington, it's, you know, that Denver game, kind of similar, good defense, nothing offense, and they had the ball 17 times with a chance to win or at least cover, and they couldn't do anything. But the Washington football team offense, they, they move the ball, um, but it'll be a tough tough going against this Carolina defense but then the Carolina offense like what are they going to do the Washington football team defense is not what they what we thought they were going to be they're about league average not nearly as good as we thought this to me 
is a total coin flip. If you want to tell me Cam is worth two points, I don't buy it, but fine. We've still got three and a hook. So give me the Washington Can football team. Can you even take Cam for MVP? Is he even <laughs> in the <laughs> I'm leaving. This Friday's over. <laughs> a million to one Cam Newton MVP award. And you'd waste Get your dollars. Get it now. Great odds. Where's Joe O? A lot of value. A lot of value. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the value's now. Don't wait till Sunday. It's going to go down to 500,000 to one. Now's the time to put it in. This game's going to be ugly. I, they're, they're similar teams. They're, they really are. They're neither that good. I'll take the points in that kind of game. Let, let's go to the Ravens-Bears. I, I This is a really interesting game. Fun one. You know, Lamar, Justin Fields, who's kind of coming into his own the last couple weeks. Both teams with extra rest. Ten days for the Ravens two weeks for the bears. The one part I don't get about this game, it's, it's five and a half is the number right now down from six. I said yesterday I would go, I would go over the 45. It's come down. The, to, the totals come down to 44 and a half. What am I missing here that there's going to be, I know the bears played a lot of under games, a lot of under games, but their quarterback and offense has looked better the last two weeks. Like they, they should try to, they should trend to scoring more points down the stretch. The Ravens don't have a great defense bottom near the bottom yards per play. Yeah. Lamar likely will bounce back, Aaron. I, I think there are points in this game. I would go over the 44 and a half. The number's interesting because I, I I do trust the Ravens to bounce back. It's a matter of do they cover the five and a half. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a tough one again. This is really tough. I got to lean Ravens. I mean, they... They've got to hit the reset button. They have to bounce back and get things going again and show that that loss was just – they overlooked the team, right, on Thursday Night Football. And yep. Went, went to Miami and just laid an egg. But um, I've got to lean Ravens. They looked so good for so long. They've been consistent. Lamar, we've been talking about him potentially, you know, MVP level. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens in this one. So I am with you, Joe G, on that over. Um, I looked at the weather earlier in the week, and it's going to be rainy, but the okay. wind's not kicking up until later in the in the day. So I still think that should it should. I, I like the over still. Um, and then looking closer, you kind of have to throw some of the numbers out the window because Justin Fields versus what they had earlier in the season. Um, but I have this like I didn't want to touch the six all week. I just thought ah, I don't just don't like that number. It's not moving. Bounced all the way down to four and a half. And now it's back up to five and a half. We got four and a half in the contest. Wow. So I think we got to take a strong look at the Ravens there and we'll get more into that. But I think this could be, you look at it even closer. And I think this could be a, everything points to the Ravens. Uh, it's just kind of that Justin Fields wild card factor against it. What has been a very bad Ravens pass defense. So that's a little bit of a concern, but inside a touchdown, I think, I think you really got to look at the Ravens there. I agree. Yeah, I'm on the Ravens. If I have to take this game, I'm taking the Ravens minus five and a half and the over in this game. It just, and even if Fields makes a couple of mistakes that sets up short fields for the Ravens, he can also late in the game do something good to put points on the board, like and cover or you know you know cover the over in the game. That is gonna that is a factor. Wink Martindale, the, the Ravens blitz the third most in the league, 
Yeah. And I mean, we saw it wasn't necessarily blitzing, but the Browns just and again, it was one of his early starts. So they got after him real good. I think that could he could they could force him into some mistakes. But at the same time, maybe it breaks down. And he's able to scramble around and make some plays, too. So, yeah, I, I would go over the Bears team total. It's 19 and a half. I think they get to 20 points. It's part of the reason I think this game will go over if they're at 20, 21. Ravens are at 26, 27. I think something in that range covers the, the total, covers the number. I like the Ravens to bounce back. And one thing to note, because, Aaron, you said they overlooked the Dolphins. I think they did to an extent. They also, we missed it last week. They had 98 plays they, they were on the field for two weeks ago. Remember they went to overtime against the um, the Vikings? They they're, they're, Lamar looked like his legs were dead. Like, I think we're going to get the real version of the Ravens, the real version of Lamar on Sunday. They had 10 days off. I think they were just gassed in Miami you know, a couple Thursdays ago. Yeah, that's a good point. One one last note. The Ravens have been seventh in early down success rate on defense. Just watching the Bears, when they fall behind the sticks on first and second down, it feels hopeless. So if that happens again, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, take the Ravens. Minus five and a half is, is the call there. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. On the other side, We'll keep hitting the NFL games, including the Bengals and the Raiders. This is an interesting one. That's up next right here on BetQL Daily.